welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Okay, folks, Amy here. Welcome to our final uh, mini training for the week. Every uh, day this week, I've been jumping onto Facebook and hanging out with most of you like amazing people uh, to talk about what are some things that you can go implement right now that are going to help you really call in the goals that you've set for yourself for 2018. So all week I've been banging on about the fact that just because it's October does not give you an excuse to give up on your goals. I have um, my goals for Actually, it's goals for September, October. I've merged them together. And they're written on a piece of paper and they're stuck inside my wardrobe, TMI alert. They're stuck inside my wardrobe door. So in the morning when I get out of the shower, I go back into my bedroom to get dressed and I open up the wardrobe. And while I'm, you know, putting on all the stuff, um, I review them. And today I was looking at them and thinking, Shafaji, it's the 12th of October. There's still quite a few to go there. And so I, in fact, on my... Um, tasks for today uh i have reallocated some time because there's some things i need to do in my house that i have been putting off that need get going uh like bundle up a whole lot of stuff and take it to the charity store because i'm kidding myself if i think i'm ever going to have a garage sale i've been planning a garage sale for like seven years take that stuff quality goods take those quality goods to the thrift shop. Amy, that's on my agenda for today. So, you know, having goals and recalibrating and checking in with them is really important. I was listening to my mentor this morning and he was saying how actually intention doesn't count for shit when it comes to how people perceive you and your character. He was far more eloquent than that, as I'm sure you can imagine. But his point was, we have to have some culpa. We have to have intention. We have to know where we're going. But that doesn't actually demonstrate our character we know it because it's on the inside and maybe you have it on your lock screen on your phone or maybe you have it on your vision board or maybe you talk about it all the time or maybe you have it on a piece of paper stuck on the inside of your wardrobe whatever but it's the action that actually conveys the attributes of our character so i have in this example the intention of clearing out my garage to turn it into a yoga studio for about seven years got the quotes my builder keeps asking me, when are we getting started on that project? My accountant keeps saying, when are you going to build that studio and give yourself a tax break? And it's still full of stuff that I'm going to have a garage sale with because I've been renovating an old house for seven years. It fills up with stuff. It's not junk, but you don't need it. And except, so, you know, my intention is I'm going to build a yoga studio in my backyard. It's going to be a great tax deduction. I can have classes whenever I want. I can shoot my videos in there. Fabulous. I can have workshops with you guys where you can come to me. Awesome. It's a great intention, except my character, actually, based on action, I'm still just a chick who lives in the country with a shed full of shit. That's actually what's going on right? And so we can kind of get confused in my mind. I don't know if anyone else who like renovates or is losing weight or whatever. In my mind, I'm this really cool woman who's got a yoga studio in her backyard that essentially the tax office paid for. Yes. For everyone else who knows me, I'm the 41-year-old woman who's just like hoarding shit up the yin-yang in her shed and really needs some reality TV show to come sort that out, right? So this is why not only are goals important, but things like the masterclass that's happening on Sunday are essential because it, just having the goals is not enough. Just having the intention is not enough. Your sankalpa 
is not enough. When I teach my yoga classes, every class, if you've been on my retreat, you know this. Danny, you're about to experience it when you join me in Thailand in January. We set Sankalpa. Sankalpa Mudra, we set our intention, our resolve, like you do in Yoga Nidra, every class, at the start of every class, chant the invocation, chant some alms, do some, chant, take some Kalpa Mudra, set your intention, do some Nadi Shodana Pranayama. Pretty much every class I ever teach starts with that sequence. But here's the thing, it's not simply enough to sit there in Sukhasana and set your intention, I am peaceful, grounded, and awake. And then just hope that in 90 minutes, Shaktipat, that's how you feel. No, you've got to do the pranayama. You've got to do the dhyana. You've got to do the asana. You've got to use the yoga of the class so that your intention is enacted and becomes your reality. That's what we've been banging on about all week because you can have these great goals, but unless you take the action steps, they're just fantasy, actually. My yoga studio, far out, my yoga studio in my backyard is a fantasy, actually. Until tomorrow when I've cleared it all out and taken it all to the thrift store and uh, thrown, a, thrown a free garage sale and got rid of it all, right? So the trainings that we've done so far this week, we've looked at priorities, we've looked at Instagram, we've looked at, uh, what was the first one we did? Email sequences. Here are three actual steps, your yoga business asana that you can do so that your goals will become your reality and won't stay in that fantasy space. They need to arise there, but without action, without karma yoga, the yoga of action, they're just, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just bhakti yoga, maybe they're just dreams, maybe they're just prayers. If you've got to, you've got to work it to actually make your intention your reality. All right, so uh, let me say hey to everybody. Jody, hey Jody. Katie is here, another person who's going to be retreating away. Catherine again. Lisa here. Look, okay, so okay, so ladies, I want you to make sure this is important. Katie, Catherine, Lisa, Danny, Tracy. Who else is here from the? Okay, you guys, make sure that in the Abundant Yoga Teacher Facebook group, you have. Uh, found the event for the retreat and that you've clicked that you're going, I want you to go in there and make a live video um, introducing yourself and, and why you've decided to come on retreat. I really want you to all get to know each other a little bit before we get there. You're all coming, so that's great. Dolores is here. Excellent. Laura's here. Awesome. Oh, hey, Pia's here as well. Great. Okay. So today I want to talk about implementing boundaries and priorities better and actually um, making sure that when you're choosing to take action, it adheres to your boundaries and it adheres to your priorities. Where I can see, where I see sometimes people going sideways in their yoga business is when um, they're not clear on their boundaries and their priorities at the start. So they haven't actually formulated a container in which to pour the abundance that the universe is trying to send them. And as a result, a whole bunch of things are happening Things come up, people say yes to them when they don't really want to or when they may not actually, uh, you know, that sort of bright, shiny object syndrome, they may not actually be sending you towards your goal. And we can become dis distracted, confused, overwhelmed, and our energy can really dissipate. If this is, um... <laughs> I was just about to say, if you're hearing this, type me something. Jody's like, 
Oh yeah, I'm hearing you. Right? So Jody, give us an example. What's going on for you right now where you might have said yes to something that in fact wasn't the right fit? Um, so this is, again, why having this master document that we'll be working on in the masterclass, having this really clear goals list is super, super important so that you can come back to it. It's like, um, I, don't know, I don't know if you know this, but in the back, this is a, I think this is a really underutilized and secret weapon. In the back of Mr. Iyengar's Light on Yoga, he has this very, you know, it's sort of in between the index and the glossary. You just, it's so easy to miss. But he has incredible uh, programs of yoga asana mapped out for all sorts of things, like a beginner's thing that goes from week one to week 18 or something. I don't think I've got my light on yoga in here. I can't show it to you. Nope. Um, then he's got all of these different types of, you know, different types of symptoms that people might be experiencing and then the actual yoga sequences for that. It's incredible. And, and so, it's, it, you know, and, and so that, you know, if you're working on, if you're a week two yoga practitioner and you're teaching yourself, you can just come back to Mr. Iyengar's instruction and do exactly what he says. And you're not going to get distracted looking up the book going, well, holy Toledo, I'm going to try me some, I don't know, what, to be part of Iparita Dandasana, when actually you've got no business doing that, right? Or if you're working on yoga for insomnia, you don't go do something, you don't go do a handstand, it's going to pep you up, you just do what's in the instruction list and this is what having clear goals and boundaries will do for you but you've got to have them written down not just in your mind because it's just not concrete enough have them written down so that you can use them like a touchstone when i looked at that list of goals this morning when i was slathering myself with coconut oil um Rather than thinking this afternoon, I'll just sit at the computer and bash out a bit more stuff. I thought, no, 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 this afternoon, what's important to me, because I've got until the end of the month to do this, is to put on my dirty clothes and go to the shed and clear all of that, pack my car up with shit and drive it to the thrift store, right? Because that's actually priority for me. And then after that, I need to sit down on my sofa and finish two of the this many books that I've got on my nightstand, because that's another one of my goals for October. Finish the books on the nightstand. And I'm not going to get distracted by other things that may come up. Let's face it, you are never going to get through your to-do list that just don't end. It never comes to an end. That If I wanted to write myself a to-do list, hint, go back to video number two where I'm wearing the super Om t-shirt, watch that. Amy is like, kill the to-do list. If I wanted to make one, there are so many things that I could put on it. I mean... I mean, think about it. Think about it. if you actually took from your brain all the stuff that theoretically needs doing in your life, it would be like a roll of toilet paper long kind of to-do list. I mean, right, am I the only person here that would have a crazy long to-do list if you actually put it all down on a piece of paper? It would be terrifying. But here's the thing. I don't need to do all of those things right now. Right now, I just need to work on these short-term goals and to take them from being a wish list on the back of my wardrobe to actually enacting them such that they speak to my character. Tracy says, haha, so know that feeling about the to-do list. That's why we need to like seriously flush it down the toilet. Like real. I don't need to write on a piece of paper, mow your lawn. I know I need to mow my lawn. Am I going to do it this weekend? No, I'm doing something else. I'm going to iRest. Who teaches iRest? It's going to be my first ever iRest class. I'm a little bit excited. Slash nervous. I went to a 
90 minute yoga nidra class in Wagga Wagga earlier in the year. And it was one of the most difficult yoga classes I've ever been to. Lying on a hard concrete floor carpet, the concrete underneath for 90 minutes doing yoga nidra. Painful. It was really painful. I'm a bit nervous about eye rest. Anyone here teach eye rest? Jody says, mm, taking on clients and students that were not my fit. Yeah, great example, Jody. Okay, so here's the tasks for today. Here is the go do these mini things that will help you track towards your goals. Know your boundaries. What are What is a yes for you and what is a no for you? And I've got a bunch of podcasts about boundaries. Go check them out. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Look at all the, you know, there's a bunch of them are boundaries. Essentially, yoga is about boundaries. Yoga is about complementary forces. It's this or it's that. It's in or it's out. It's light or it's dark. It's day or it's night. It's sun or it's moon. It's feminine, it's masculine. It's, it's, it's inhalation, it's exhalation. It's this way, it's that way. This is what yoga is about. And you can't have those complementary forces unless there is a boundary you need to know bondage to understand freedom you need to know as uh, Tess beautiful Tess was sharing in the keep growing mastermind in a Facebook live yesterday you need to know you know the shit sandwich in your yoga business in order to know when things are like whoop, whoop, other, otherwise known as you need to know contraction and expansion <laughs> would be the nice way to put that so what are your boundaries? Are you, um, here's one that I know a couple of you have been working on. Um, is it time? Is it time boundaries? I'm only available to work on my yoga business between 9.30 and 2.30, three days a week. And the rest of the time, I'm not thinking about it. Is it about money? Uh, uh, one of my um, favorite uh, folks in this community, past retreat uh, participant a couple of times now, you know, she was talking about how she was undercutting herself financially. So a really worthy uh, not-for-profit organization had reached out to her and said, hey, could you come teach us some yoga? And she had said that she would do it for less than what her base rate actually was. And she was feeling really crappy about it. Do you need to enforce your boundary around your hourly rate? Do you need to enforce your boundaries around your terms and conditions, your cancellation policy, your expiry dates? Is it more about your energy? Are you giving more to people who are sucking up and consuming your energy? This is really important for you empaths or highly sensitive people. If you have energy vampires in your, in your business, do you need to make some changes or shifts there? Is there someone who stays back or arrives early every week that makes you feel heavy or worn out or dirty or like, do you need to clean up your boundaries around your energy? Are you overgiving to one particularly needy student who really needs to be externally validated by always belaboring her injuries? You know, are you giving her more time than the person who's just really going for it and, and might need some tweaks and realignment assists, but you know that they're okay by themselves. So where do you need to come back to your boundaries so that you're not being distracted by stuff that falls outside your boundaries? You're not taking jobs where you're not getting paid enough. You're not accepting clients who aren't the right fit for you. You're not um, agreeing to do free things that actually don't make any sense for your business. You know, um, one of my um, private clients, she was talking about how she'd been approached by a charity to offer some 
a prize for their raffle. They have a charity auction every year and she'd been approached by them to, uh, could she offer some, some like something from her business? But what we, when we talked it through, actually the charity attracted people who didn't live anywhere near her studio. And, um, and so it would make no sense to be a sponsor of this charity because it would, wouldn't actually benefit her business in any way. Now she felt passionate about the, the charity and the work that they did. So what felt better to her than rather than giving up her time, offering some private yoga classes to someone who was going to live too far away to use them anyway, she just donated some money to the charity. So she felt great about contributing, but it wasn't actually working at odds to her business boundaries and her priorities. So that to come back to what do I do today after today's video, I want you to take a look at where are you transgressing your own boundaries and where are you acting contradictory to your priorities and tweaking and changing that such that you do come back to the action that you are taking to implement your business sankalpa is within your defined boundaries and it is absolutely tracking to your priorities. Um, so for example, if someone has suggested to you, um, I don't know, like uh, here's an example. One of the women in the Keep Growing Mastermind, she has been collaborating with a colleague on a uh, um, birthing, yoga birthing kind of uh, classes for people, workshops, and um, and she no longer had the time to, it, was, it made money-ish and she enjoyed teaching it-ish, but she no longer had the time to manage the administration and the marketing. She didn't want to apportion her time that way she wanted to apportion her time in her own business and she was definitely the stronger in the business partnership in those aspects so the project even though she liked it and it had been fairly abundant in the past and she really valued her project partner it was no longer in keeping with her business priorities that there were other ways that she could use her time and her energy to generate the same or more abundance that were different to this particular project. And so she let it go. It was time to leave that project behind. It was no longer a fit with her priorities. We can be so, um, it can be very flattering, right? If you're approached by somebody, oh my God, I love your Instagram account. I love all of the work that you're doing. Maybe we could collaborate on something together. Could I, could we find a time to like, you know, FaceTime, I'd love to talk with you more. Maybe we could work on a workshop or something. It's very flattering when that happens. And what's so important straight up is that you check in with, is this possibility actually in keeping with my business priorities or is it going to take my energy in a different direction? Then if it's going to take my business in a different direction, do I consciously want to change my priorities or would this be a distraction from where I want to go? Does that make sense? So just because something amazing comes up, you know, that can be serendipity and beautiful and what a miraculous gift from the universe. We've all had those, right? You didn't, I never thought I would teach yoga in a prison until someone random called me up. It was one of the best things I did to become a better yoga teacher was teach those men yoga in a prison. Never saw it coming. So you don't say no to everything that's tangential, but you make a conscious choice. Check in. Does it align with my priorities? If yes, great. If no, do I desire to change my priorities to accommodate this or is it a no or a not yet, right? It's not always a yes or a no. A lot of things get to be a not yet.
<laughs> Maddie says, Eve, I forgot this started at nine and I was in my meditation. <laughs> I'm here now. Morning, Amy. Good morning, lovely. Oh, hope you had a good sit. Katie says, I struggle with boundaries. Not even sure where to start with this. Oh my God, you are coming to the right place. January. We'll head over to the podcast later today. We'll put it in my calendar to do great, Katie. Like approach this with love. You know, God knows women, we don't need yet another thing to beat ourselves up on. <laughs> like stop it. Uh, we do that enough as it is. Let this be like you approach any brand new yoga asana. You know, the first time I did Astavakrasana, actually, I think I just sat there and tried to get my knee over my shoulder. There's no way my ass was coming off the floor. Like, hell no. And now it's like, you know, here it is on this side and here it is on that side. And now I'm back in Chaturanga and let's keep moving. So it gets to be like that, Katie. You don't have to get it all right uh, all at once. Folks, if you are feeling like actually maybe you do need a bit more of a kick in the pants with love to reach your yoga business goals in 2018 because it's not the end of the year. Have I belabored that point enough? Uh, join me on Sunday for the masterclass, Achieving Your Yoga Business Goals in 2018 Masterclass. There are, I think there's about 30 of you signed up so far, so it means we've got a great, like, tight number of people, lots of time for interaction. This is not just a sit and listen. This is not just to do your ironing while you listen to Amy prattle on. This is going to be a sit down and be typing or writing and being totally engaged and involved and getting it done. This is a workshop. Um, so, you know, if, if you're showing up, great. Uh, that's the energy I want you to bring to it. There's the link in the comments here. Uh, I know a bunch of you have signed up already, uh, which is awesome. If you haven't signed up yet, there is totally still time for you. There is space for you. We are meeting at 10 a.m. Sunday, Melbourne, Australia time. That's not going to work for everybody. That's cool. I'll record all of it. You'll get the recording uh, Sunday night, you'll get the workbook um, so that you can do it all on your own time. It's $7 to sign up for that. Why? Because it's important to me that only people who are for real committed to achieving success and serving more deeply in their yoga business show up for that masterclass. I really want to protect the energetic vortex of that group. So I'm asking that you put some skin in the game to demonstrate to me and to yourself that you are ready to invest in up level. Uh, so sign up if you haven't already. Like I said, the link is here. I think Annetta signed up overnight, uh, which is awesome. I love seeing your name pop into my inbox. Gorgeous. Um, excellent. Uh, that's pretty much everything I wanted to share with you today in this training, really just about checking in with your boundaries and your priorities and not letting yourself get distracted from your overall goals and, and doing the action so that your goals aren't a fantasy, but they're actually the way that you are perceived in the world. They're actually demonstrable by your actions. Um, and, and having that as an ongoing process, that as, as opportunities arise, not all opportunities are going to actually be good, even the ones that sound really good. They're not always going to work in your favour. You know, people, if, particularly, this is what I see again and again and again. And it happens with people from retreat, it happens with people in growing a yoga business. It happens, to totally happens with people in the Keep Growing Mastermind. If you are doing this work, if you are showing up to these trainings, you're implementing the teachings, if you are actively, consciously, mindfully, and with an open heart growing a yoga business, you have a different energetic frequency than your peers around you. And so you become far more magnetic. It is no 
accident or uh, oh, I've forgotten the other word. Come on, folks, help me out. It's no coincidence, there we go, that you are being approached by more people to collaborate with, to be a mentor to, to, um, uh, you know, if people are saying to you, oh, could I buy you a coffee and pick your brains about whatever? It's no coincidence that that is happening. You have elevated your energy because you have invested in yourself in a way that your peers have not. This is a big deal. Just, you know, it's just Amy in a T-shirt and a, and a red face, but, but you're showing up, you're here, you're listening to what I'm saying, and you're going to go away and do something with it for the benefit of the planet. It's not normal. It's normal for us because we do it all the time. We hang out like this all the time. It's normal for us. It's not normal for the world. Okay. And so in doing that, in investing in yourself, it's like when you, um, you know, it's like when you work out and you drink enough water and you eat good food, people start to notice. It's like when, you know, they say, uh, it wouldn't be a, a Facebook live training if Amy didn't make a dating analogy. Here we go. It's like when, you know, when people say, um, it's only when you're not looking that you meet the the person, you know, I really wasn't looking and I met the one because that's because you're like, I am so cool with me. I am dressing up and feeling fabulous for me. I'm going out and doing things that I like for me. You know, I'm investing in my own self for me. That's sexy as hell. That's why people are attracted to you. And the same is true for business. So the more you invest in yourself like this, the more you are committed to growth, the more you are listening to the podcast and implementing the teachings, the more you are stretching yourself. Like um, Laura, is, it, she didn't have to. She had a website. It was okay. It was fine. Whatever. But she is getting new pictures. She's doing new graphic design. She's asking more people for support. She is consciously taking herself up to the next level because she wants to, or Tracy, she's done some programs with me. She knows some stuff and she's taking a really big up level and she's joined the Keep Growing Mastermind and it's kind of scary and it's a ton of money and well, maybe, maybe not. Like doing this, it's not normal and it's really magnetic for people. So you will be approached increasingly by people who are attracted to your magnetism and your competence and your confidence and your ability to get things done and your skills and wisdom that you people don't get in their yoga teacher training. You're getting that now. So know that you will have more people approaching you and looking to collaborate with you. And because you're in a, I'm not, I'm not trying to be judgmental or say that it, we're better than. We've just learnt skills that other people may have not learnt. You know, someone who's done a Lizzie Lasseter yoga nidra training is probably going to be better at it than someone who's just done some yoga nidras as a student, right? That's what I'm saying. So know that it will happen, but not everybody is going to be the right fit for you and that these boundaries and these priorities are so, so, so important so that any lingering self-doubt or codependency or people-pleasing that may be within you is not going to tempt you to say yes to something that is not going to serve you or is going to take you off course for where you desire your yoga business to be. All right, that's that. Um, Tracy says it's kind of scary, but I am so looking forward to it. And to Thailand. Oh my God, Tracy, you should see what's going on in that Facebook group right now. Like you're, it's, it's the best mastermind ever. D is here. Um, <laughs> Maddie, you're so funny. Can you please come to Thailand? Maddie says I'm here for the dating analogies. 
if I was any good at it, then there might be, it's, it's like, I can't help myself. Can I? I can't help myself. Just got to make a dating. But it's so accurate because really we're talking about energy matching and ladies, you know, this is what your boundaries are. I mean, I'd like to think that, I don't know. Do you want to know? Here's, uh, Maddie, just because you said that, I'm going to like t- totally TMI it because it's Friday, right? So I went on a date with this guy, uh, brunt. And I don't only do food on a first date because it's like, man, I got to sit there for too long. And if this is a no, no deal, I can drink a flat white in 10 minutes. But anyway brunch and fortunately it was the grand final the fucking Aussie rules grand final so the cafe was closing at 12 so that everybody could go home and watch the football excellent we meet at 11 okay so it's one of those dates where um you know the five photos on his profile were the best photos ever taken of him in his life you know like I saw him and went in the car park and the he looks a bit like the guy and then went oh he is the guy, you know? Um, so that, yeah, right. I don't know who did that heart, that laughing emoji, but you know what I'm talking about? Like the seriously, the best. And then I think that'd sort of been, you know, face tuned a bit, bit of, bit of the, bit of on the teeth, all of that. And I feel a bit nervous because some of my photos are my professional photos and they've been touched up slightly, but not like, anyway, that's that. So we sit down and, um, he was really weird about where we sat and we had to try like three different tables. And then, uh, he's straight off the bat uh, telling me about how he's had his large intestine removed from his Crohn's disease. Like I, I've been sitting with this guy for maybe 90 seconds and I'm already knowing about, yeah, you know it. He's already told me about his, his bowels. I tell my dad after, love dad, love dad. Sometimes you need a bit of dad jokes in your life, right? And I was saying, you know, I'm going to blah, blah, this guy, large intestine, blah, blah, blah. And my dad just, his Facebook messaging just writes, oh, the man's got no guts. Oh, sometimes you just need a dad joke, right? So anyway, so then I don't know what we talked about. It was an hour, but we got, I got large intestine. Then I got what a dried up and horrible, miserable old woman his grandmother is, um, how his mother's about to die. Like the guy is having adversity, don't get me wrong, but it was, it was interesting material to share on a first date. Now, Ovs, me and this guy, we haven't actually like reconnected after that date. Um, thankfully he didn't ask me. He hasn't asked me again. Would I like to see him again? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. Cause I'm not have, going to have to assert my boundaries or my priorities here. But my point is it's a no, hell no for me. And I suspect for him as well. Cause I was probably equally weird. Although I have my intestines intact. I'm not judging anybody who doesn't. Nor do I have it on my profile that looking for someone with small and large intestines. No but maybe not tell me about it on the first date. Okay. Just as that is a clear no for me, there's probably a time in my life when I didn't know myself as much and I didn't have great, as greater boundaries and I wasn't prepared to back myself and call him what I wanted that I would have gone on a date with this guy again because he was a nice man. You know, he bought me brunch. He chose a nice place. It wasn't unpleasant. But I know myself enough now and I know what I'm looking for and I have a list on the other side of the wardrobe and all of that stuff. Um, you know, and, and so now I'm very clear that that one's a no. And you can say it with love. Thanks so much. I had a really nice time and I'm complete. And the same gets to be true with your business. You will be more attractive, more magnetic than a whole lot of other people in your community because of the work that you're doing. 
because of what you believe is possible for yourself and because you believe in abundance and because you are in this vortex with all of us regularly, you will be more attractive and only by having great boundaries and priorities will you feel great about saying, you know what, I'm so flattered that you want to have a second date with me. I'm so flattered that you thought of me to co-teach your workshop. I'm so flattered that you'd like me to come and speak at your women in business brunch. Right now, that's not the right fit for me in my business. And so I'm going to say, not now. Right? Just because someone asks you doesn't mean you have to say yes. Okay. (laughs) Ah, Maddie says, I love brunch dates. Yeah, I like brunch dates too with some people. (laughs) Uh, Katie is working on her boundaries. Excellent. Laura's laughing it up at my expense. It's fine for you to say, Laura, with the supportive boyfriend. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Okay, any last questions before we finish up for the week? Uh, Reminder, if you haven't got yourself registered yet for the masterclass, there is still time. I think, like I said, there's about 30 of you who are going to be joining me on Sunday or on the replay, which is awesome. It can take another, maybe another 10 folks to keep it like a nice, manageable container from me so I know you all and what it is that you're working on. Uh, We're going to have a really great time. The link is somewhere around here, depending if you're watching on watching on my YouTube channel or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts uh, or if you're right here live with me on Facebook. Uh, I can't see any other questions coming through, so I think we might be done. All right, folks, have an absolutely gorgeous Friday, if you're still in Thursday, trust me, Friday morning is awesome. You're really going to love it. I will see all of you on Sunday morning, my time. Uh, And Maddie, I can't promise that I'll have a dating analogy for you, but um, I I suspect that, uh, yeah, that I will. (laughs) Okay, everybody, uh, have a beautiful weekend. If I don't see you on Sunday, I really hope that I do because it's going to be fun. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that fabulous yogi superstar. Want more from me? Subscribe to this podcast or follow me on Insta at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Talk again soon.